You're listening to the Hellhounds of Horror. This is Big Ronnie saying, this show is total bullshit. And I'm really glad they let me be on it. Welcome to a very special, special Valentine's Day episode of Hellhounds of Horror. Tonight is a very, very special night because we're going to talk about that special day of the year where we talk about love, magic, nipple rings, all kinds of lubricants, hot and cold. I mean, (laughs) I can talk for hours about love, you know? So uh, we're going to definitely get into it, talk about Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about some shit that has happened on valentine's day people getting killed on valentine's day talk about some movies and stuff it'll be it, it it's gonna be some some shit some shit yeah fuck yeah yeah I'm so here. uh with this um the the holiday coming up here with valentine's day uh you got any plans john um by the time this comes out i should be in virginia oh. uh hanging out there with the uh with the missus and um I think I'm going to go and see uh, Fantasy Island, which oh. uh, which is coming out on Valentine's Day, so it should be out today. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've heard a lot of interesting things so far. Uh, looks like it's going to be uh, quite interesting. Uh, it's another Blumhouse movie, so they've been kind of hit or miss this year so far, and it's only February. <laughs> now, um, now remind me what was the the synopsis for that movie? Uh, it has. Michael Pena, uh, Maggie Q, Lucy Hale, um, and Michael Rooker apparently is going to be in this, so that should be pretty cool. Um, The premise for it is the enigmatic Mr. Rourke, played by Michael Pena, makes the secret dreams of his lucky guests come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Interesting. Now, see, you sold me on the movie right when you said Michael Pena. That <laughs> that dude has got to be one of my favorite Mexican actors or Hispanic actors because he's done like some amazing work. I know he's done some dramatic movies, like uh, there was one where um, they were kind of going over the border trying to get to the U.S. Um, but he's also right. come out in um, he's come out in Observant Report with uh, with Seth Rogen where he was That's his right. partner. Yep. Yeah, he was he was Dennis. That that one right yep. there, that one killed it for me. Um Ant Man, he oh dude, he killed it in fucking yeah. Ant-Man, dude. He did he did good in Ant Man. He did really well. I, I'm I'm super proud of him that, that he got into that. Uh let's see what else. Um trying to think of other movies. There's that alien movie on, on Netflix. He comes out in that as well, where it's like an alien invasion. Uh the name doesn't really come off the top of my head. I do remember him in Gangster Squad though. That was uh that was a really fucking great movie. I never actually saw that. Yeah, that's a that's a really fucking good one. He came out in in Shooter too with uh with Mark Wahlberg. He was the the FBI oh, agent okay. that was that was working with him. The the alien one is that um Battle Los Angeles? No, no. Uh, no. You you is in that though. Like I've seen I've definitely seen him in that. Yeah, he's done some he's done some some solid work. 
yeah, he, he's he's been in a lot of stuff, man, and and I like the stuff that he does. So, uh, I'll definitely watch that movie when it comes on Valentine's Day. Maybe I'll go take myself for Valentine's Day, and yeah, you know, I'll I'll go watch the movie, then I'll go home, I'll light some candles, and I'll romance myself to sleep. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll make it I'll make it a magical night, and I'll bring extra lube. Always, uh, always need extra lube on uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> There's no such thing as as too wet. You can never be too wet. Don't let anybody tell you different. <laughs> Yeah, um, some some other on the subject of um, Fantasy Island coming out. Uh, there have been some very notable horror movies that are uh, Valentine themed. Um, My Bloody Valentine uh, is a, one of the most iconic uh, slasher movies. It is. Uh, that was uh, that was definitely a time where any sort of holiday was um, was was ready for for the slasher movie uh, take up on it um obviously something with like of friday the 13th then uh it kind of snowballed from there uh every sort of holiday uh got its own slasher film so this was no uh, no exception <laughs> um another movie which came out was uh cupid i personally never saw it but i've, I've heard that's yeah, that's, that's not a movie I'm too familiar with, but uh, if anyone listening has uh, has seen Cupid, definitely let us know how it is. Uh, today's the day to be watching those uh, Valentine's-themed horror movies. Yeah, get out there and, and uh, get some blood on that shit, you know? Uh, Valentine, that's uh, honestly probably one of my favourite movies, honestly. Uh, I really hold that movie in high regard. I don't think it got enough praise as it should have. Um, that Cupid mask that he wore um, was super creepy looking. Hell yeah, it was. It was like a demented baby doll mask type thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like a little uh, little cherub mask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cherub so, looking uh... motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was uh, honestly the one. Like at the time, uh, Buffy was really big, so uh, David Boreanaz was in that, and he uh, he had the he had the angel uh, hairstyle going on in Valentine. The spike up here. <laughs> Dude, you know, I have to admit, you know, not, now that we're on that subject, I, I keep straying away from Valentine's, but I'm just going to say it anyways. That show Angel, you know how it's spinned off from Buffy, right? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I watched Buffy, but, you know, towards the last two seasons, it just kind of like lost my entrance because, uh, or interest, I should say, um, because it, it started going down like a weird path. Certain actors were that were in the beginning weren't there anymore and things like that. Right. But when I heard that they were going to give Angel his own series, I gave it a shot, dude. And at first, it, it didn't really take off with me, right? So I came back, you know, two or three. May, no, maybe it was like it, the series had ended already. It was gone. It was done. I, ca I came back to it one night and um, the I was watching it at like one o'clock in the morning. And I just happened to catch an episode at, at you know, two, three o'clock. And it just caught my attention, right? You know, whatever was going on, it was in a, in a third or fourth season, whatever it was, episode. Right. So I started watching the series from the beginning. Dude, I watched it the whole way through in a, in a three-week period. And oh, then shit. when I got to the very last episode where they did the big showdown at the end where they fought all the, the fucking monsters and everything from the fucking lawyer agency, um, you know, it, it just stopped right there, right before they were going to go into battle. They did all their, you know, individual parts and, and it was the battle at the end. It just cut to the end. So I was thinking, okay, so I'm going to jump to the next episode. We're going to see the big battle. That was it, dude. I, I had no idea that the show had ended right there. That was a total kick in the fucking balls. From the <laughs> I was like, no, what happens? Yeah, I remember uh, fondly the uh, the end of Buffy. I, I didn't I didn't care for that year, honestly. I, I don't know. 
I guess maybe they were just sort of trying to set something up for like a sequel or like like Angel or like a spin-off or something like that, you know. Right. Um that was yeah. I I, I did really enjoy Buffy uh, when it came out. I thought it was really like pretty edgy and just perfect for the time. A lot of different uh, vampire stuff was was coming out, and I, and I really enjoyed the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. It came out with Christy Swanson, um, and they had Luke uh, Luke Perry in it. That was that was a fucking great movie, man. Honestly, yeah, dude, that was a phenomenal movie. Um, even uh, Pee Wee Herman came out, and he was one of the vampires. That's right, yeah, Paul yeah, Rubens. Yeah. Uh huh. He took a break from jerking it in movie theaters. So exactly, <laughs> he was jerking a steak there for a while. <laughs> Going back to the uh, to the Valentine's Day movies, one that I saw in here that I had no idea. I saw it in the '90s when it came out, but I I only saw it the one time. Was my boyfriend's back? Um, huh. So that one's supposed to be a, a themed, you know, a, a Valentine's Day themed right. movie. Apparently, it looks more to be a, a horror comedy than a serious, you know, horror movie. Right, right. Because um, that, that's the thing that there's a lot of um, when you look up uh, Valentine's horror movies, uh, there's a lot of like. Uh, love style movies that are associated with um, uh, with love, so things like Lovers Lane and and stuff like that. Those are those are ones that arguably could be considered um, Valentine's themed, but I guess it's more so along the lines of um, like love, I guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Love, love. You know how you know you're in love? I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. So you've been kicked in the balls before, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know that feeling that you get in your stomach, like you need to take a shit, your stomach starts hurting immediately when you get kicked <laughs> in the balls? That's love right there. That's what it feels like. And equally, coincidentally, that's what heartache feels like too at the same time. Wow. Yeah. I never I never thought of it like that. I, I never really put a feeling to, to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never put those two together. I didn't think kicking in the balls was the same as, as love. <laughs> See, it's weird because that feeling you get in your stomach, it's like butterflies. But when you when, when it's love, it's a good feeling. And I'm over here rubbing my fucking stomach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but coincidentally, like you don't feel that pain. You just feel the, the euphoria of it. But it's the same feeling. I, I don't know. You kind of I guess you got to feel it to, to understand yeah, it. The and then, yeah. And then um, when you when you experience heartache then you feel the fucking pain that's when it comes and you're like oh why is this happening to me <laughs> and then i that's go to mcdonald's right, right afterwards when i experience heartache right and then you get heartburn <laughs> yeah then you get a heartburn and fucking diarrhea and all kinds of shit I've, yeah i've definitely experienced that <laughs> yeah but not on valentine's day periodically I, honestly i didn't really celebrate valentine's um very very much not in, not in the sense of giving cards and gifts and stuff. I, I never really knew, never really did that. I did when I was younger, when I was in uh, primary school. Yeah, you're right. I did it as a kid. Um, you know, I got my mom stuff, you know, flowers, uh, candy, things like that. Um, you know, when, when you were, you're in grade school, like you said, um, I, I don't know if y'all did it over there, but the way we did it, they'd make us like design these brown paper bags with all kinds of like cut out hearts and you glue them on them and you tape them to the edge of your desk at school. And everybody in the class will make Valentine's cards for everybody. Oh. And then they would just go and just drop them inside the little bags for everybody. And that's how they would organize it. That's awesome, man. No, I don't, I, I don't remember ever doing that. I remember, like, giving Valentine's cards and not really receiving many in return, which was quite upsetting. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I never really got Valentine's cards. Um, and then when I started to get girlfriends and stuff, then when I was younger, still kind of, we'd still sort of do the whole like Valentine's things. And then after that, it just sort of phased out. I never really did anything. Yeah, it, it really phased out for me too. Like as soon as I hit my teenage years, whenever, you know, I occasionally dated off and on, things like that. Coincidentally, whenever I did date, it never lasted until we got to the Valentine's part. So um, I guess in a way I got off scot-free, but at the same time, you know, it kind of sucks you didn't have anybody to celebrate with because at the time, you know, you were still celebrating it. But I haven't celebrated in so long. Like the holiday's meaningless to me. I mean, if I had somebody, you know, yeah, go out for dinner, you know, go movie or something, you know, go spend some time with them. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't hold any weight with me because, I mean, I don't have anybody. It's just me. Now... In grade school, I was a fucking, I, I was the Mac Daddy on Valentine's Day, dude, because I, <laughs> I'd, I'd go that extra mile. Now, picture this. Picture a young, handsome, chubby David, no beard, no mustache, just rocking the, the, the Mexican fro, dude, walking like, a, walking like a pimp, dude, just like sliding into every girl in the classroom's little brown bag with a little, little note. And I always went the extra mile because, you know, whenever you have a woman, you always got to give her food, candy, something, right? So I'd like tape a lollipop to the card or something like that. Ah. And, and I'd dunk it in there. And you know, it, yeah, very smooth. I like this. That's how I roll. Yeah, man. Uh, I've definitely made Valentine's Day cards in the past. Um, as I got older, I sort of bought them. And then I just sort of phased out from that, and um, so this is the first Valentine's I've had for for a number of years, so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, man, I hope you all have a good time, and, you know, you make some memories. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. It's about sharing love and lube. Love and lube. <laughs> you know what would be pretty dope, dude, and, and I, don't, I don't mean to... Yeah, you know, I make the jokes about the lube and things like that, but would be pretty dope if, you know, you have a partner and, you know... Um, you like to have fun in the bedroom and stuff like that. What about on Valentine's Day if you go visit like a sex shop, you know, go get some stuff, some fun stuff to play with and, you know, things like that. And, you know, just for that special holiday, just go out and have some fun, you know. That's um, one of the most profitable uh, seasons for the American market, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, things like like Valentine's Day, not just specific to sex shops, but um, cards, like they've made billions of dollars. Let me paint you a picture, dude. Let me tell you how loaded Hallmark is, because Hallmark makes the Hallmark is the standard for fucking greeting cards, you know, Christmas ornaments, you name it, right? And anything that has to do with any kind of holiday, they got their their toe in it. Yeah. So, I have this friend that has a friend whose uh, mother works for Hallmark, works at one of the Hallmark stores. Okay. She she told me that this is what Hallmark does, and this is the first year that they didn't do it. But every year since then, they, they've done it. So let's say, for instance, um, you saw the Ghostbusters ornament of Peter Vakeman that came out with Hallmark, right? Let's use no. that as an example. Okay. So supposedly it made noises, too, from what I understood. Um, like it said phrases and stuff that he would say in the movie. So this right. ornament was sold by Har Hallmark, right? So let's say this one store got 30 of them. They sold 25, but they still had five left. You know, most stores, they liquidate their shit and they give it to like dollar stores and, you know, they sell it for super cheap, you know, the next year or something like that, you know? Right. They literally took those ornaments and they just throw them in the trash, dude, and start over. Oh, man. Can you think, can you, can you imagine though, as many cards that come out every year, ornaments and shit like that, according to that store worker, 
they just throw that shit away. They just discard it like as as junk. They don't try and resell it the next year or, you know, sell it to, you know, these these uh, bargain stores or anything like that. They just discard it, dude. And this is the first year she said that they didn't do that. They actually like um, sold them at, at discounted prices and things like they, they never did that. They never did, you know, like 20% off or anything like that. They just discard them. Wow. I did not know that. That's, That's so fucking wasteful, dude. That's like if somebody yeah, bought man. a $30 meal, took five bites and threw that bitch away. It's like, it's it's so wasteful, man. That's why you just go to a buffet. Yeah, that's why I go to the buffet. I, I, go, <laughs> I go be a pig for 30 minutes and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. And then this is the day to do it. Oh, yeah. It's the day to do it. It's perfect. The day, the day of treats. The day of treats. Yes. Sweet, sweet treats and meat treats. And guys, if you're listening right now, you have a woman that smokes the ganja. You roll her the fattest fucking fatty you can and you give it to her on Valentine's Day. And you sit there and watch her smoke the whole damn thing. Amen to that, brother. Mm-hmm. Although I'll 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 be honest, I don't know how to roll a fatty. I just pack the bong. Well, I mean, even if you pack the bong, I mean, just make sure it's nice and clean before you pass it to her. Yeah, and that can be said for other things too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of notable things that happened um, on Valentine's Day throughout history. One of the most uh, one of the most iconic was the uh, Saint Valentine's Day massacre. In uh, 1929, I think it was, uh, 1929, when there was a gang homicide uh, with the famous gangster Al Capone. So that was uh, that was definitely something that happened. That's crazy, man. Um, I can't believe, you know, that shit happened just coincidentally on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, that would probably be a day where everyone would be at their, um, their most vulnerable because, I mean, it's a, it's a day of celebration. So Here's the thought. You think Capone, after he did the deed, you know, he went to the, to the local uh, sweet shop, cleared it out, and just bought a bunch of chocolates and just sprinkled them all over his hose as soon as he got home. <laughs> just like sprinkling chocolate everywhere. It's like, kisses for you, kisses for you. Yeah, bam, 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 <laughs> kisses for you. Technically, I, I don't think anyone... Anyone, I don't think anyone's caught for it. So it's still like unsolved. But I mean, it's it was the the rival of uh, Al Capone's gang that um, were the targets. So I mean, it's it's like it's linked it's linked to him. Uh, but no one was ever formally charged for it. But yeah, that was uh, that was uh, Serena's idea to to bring that up. Um, that's that's definitely a huge moment in history, especially for the Valentine's Day. I agree. Was there uh, other murders on Valentine's Day, David? Oh, dude. So, I did a little digging, right? So, I was looking at these uh, these stories that happen, you know, people that have killed on Valentine's Day. So, according to this one, so this is just a, a like a little caption. Surgeon bought orchids for his wife, but crushes her head instead. Whoa. I don't know how you, I don't know how you got from flowers to just fucking skull bashing, but... Let's let's find out. So on Valentine's Day 2001, Dr. John Hamilton ordered an expensive bouquet of flowers for his wife, Susan. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Susan. But she would never live to see them. Coming home between surgeries, he allegedly found his wife dead in a pool of her own blood. She had been strangled with two of his own neckties and had her skull beaten so badly that pieces of her brain were exposed. By their friends' accounts, Susan and John Hamilton had a happy marriage. But as investigators dug deeper, they found some suspicious clues that made Dr. Hamilton their prime suspect. 
This is kind of like uh, that Harrison Ford movie, The Fugitive. But let's see if he really did it, though. Let's see if he's OJ instead, instead of Harrison Ford. (laughs) There was this note that his wife wrote him on Valentine's Day on a card. I bought my cards two weeks ago, so I guess maybe they don't seem as appropriate now. But I do love you. Have a good day, Susan. So that was what was written on the card. Some of Susan's family confirmed that she was considering divorce after discovering him making sordid phone calls with a stripper. Oh, oh, somebody's fucking double dipping. Then, to complicate the matter further, the police found traces of blood and flesh in Dr. Hamilton's car. Dom, dom, dom. Do you know, actually, the more we talk about this, um, I'm an avid um, forensic files watcher. And the more and more you talk about this, the more and more it sounds like a Forensic Files episode that I may have seen. It might have been, dude, because it yeah. sounds like something that would have been on Forensic Files. Yeah, it's really some weird um, some weird forensic thing that, that put it on there. but Or maybe just because it was um, Valentine's Day. But when you read the card, that's what made me think of it, because that was one of, the, one of the talking points on the episode. Interesting. So any of you that are also Forensic File nuts out there that watch those type of shows... If you did come across this, let us know. Maybe there was some... This is just a brief, you know, summary about it. So, I mean, if there were more details, uh, more in-depth stuff, definitely let us know. Um, Message us, and I'd like to know more about it or or specific episode um, season or something like that. I'm down to watch it. Oh, yeah. So, they also found Susan's jewelry hidden in an underwear drawer, almost as if someone had wanted the police to think a robbery had taken place. After an expert witness testified that the blood splatters on Dr. Hamilton's sleeve were consistent with someone beating his wife, the jury convicted him of murder in less than two hours. Dan, that had to have been some very convincing evidence for them to just convict him in two hours. Yeah. Like, it had to have been something that been like, bam, this motherfucker did it. They had to have a smoking gun for that one. Exactly. And, wow, dude, you're just going to kill your wife like that? Like, I mean, I, I wonder what she did that was so bad. Maybe she maybe... fucked up his biscuits and gravy. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was maybe I don't think it was maybe that extreme. But, uh, you'd mentioned there that she was thinking about divorce. Usually, uh, with cases like this, that's definitely a, a large factor. Um, it's a very control-oriented um, aspect there, so... So yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe it's just that. Oh wow. Check this out. So Olympic athlete Oscar Pistorius, I'm I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Shoots girlfriend through bathroom door. Oh, that on the Valentine's Day? That one happened on Valentine's Day in twenty thirteen. And they have a picture of this dude where he's got his uh his kangaroo legs, because you know he didn't have anything from the shin down, it's and they've, they've got him like in pose, like where he's running, mm-hmm. and, and they cut this whole story under. Yeah, man, fuck, that was uh, that was huge news because he he'd, he'd claimed that it was uh, an intruder and someone was in the house, and um, that's why he he shot. Like, yeah, that's a that's an interesting case. If you haven't done any research on it before, that's definitely one to look into. That's um. It's a very curious, curious case. Like, n- nothing really adds up with that. So I haven't read the story yet. Did they convict him? Uh, yeah, he's, he's convicted. Um, he's, in, he's in prison. Dude, that's crazy, though, because, I mean, he's like a an Olympian. I'm, I'm going to read the I'm going to read the thing because I, I didn't read this one yet. I, I was waiting for till we got on here to read it. But um, yeah. Os- Oscar Pistorius rose to worldwide fame after his victory in 2004 Paralympics. After Valentine's Day 2013, however, he became known for something very different. The savage murder of Riva Steenkamp. That's quite a name. 
Mm-hmm. With Pistorius, uh, while Pistorius admits that he fired the gun that killed his lover, Riva Steenkamp, he denies it was murder. He claims that he thought he heard an intruder and that he was acting in self-defense. So he's basically saying that he heard an intruder in the house, shot, but shot his wife instead, is basically what he's saying. So text messages were recovered from Steenkamp's phone that said she was afraid of Pistorius and that he was capable of snapping aggressively at her. The court eventually found him guilty of murder. Bomb. Uh-oh. With, with, this, uh, with this case in particular, it was pretty controversial because he, he, he wasn't charged with first-degree murdering like that or even second-degree murder. Um, it's a very strange charge that he got, but he, he got, uh, I think, five years initially with uh, house arrest. He, he was able to stay at home and, and, and be arrested, and then it was um, court appeals that, that were made that sort of sealed his fate, and he... Uh, it was uh, like highly criticised the amount of time that he got. So now he's he's currently back in in prison, and um, uh, his appeals for uh, for parole or uh, to get out were um, denied quite heavily. He got sentence increased, I think, to fifteen years, and uh, he's not eligible for parole until twenty twenty three. So in the next uh, next few years, you think they let him keep his legs? I mean, they they probably have to, but not not maybe the runner legs that he had, but he'll probably get some sort of prosthetic um, for for in prison. I never even thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going through my head right now. I was like, you think they let him keep his legs, or that they just put him in a wheelchair? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's an interesting one. No, no, knowing the the, you know, it being a state prison and shit like that, they they'd have to put him in a wheelchair because. If he's walking around with those legs, it's easy for somebody to rip the leg off of him and beat somebody to death with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, unless they got him, like, under, like, um, you, you know, not, not protective custody, but, you know, that special ward where they have you, like, work in the library or in the kitchen and you get right. special privileges. So, I mean, they, they might have him in that and he might have his legs. I hope they gave him his runner legs because, I mean, he can just do one leap and he can flip an egg and then he can just do another leap and then flip a pancake and you know <laughs> just kind of back and forth they give you they give you a dirty ass piece of toast that looks unrecognizable but it's toast i right. i've done i've done a couple of stints in jail to where no more than like a week it's not like i did any hard time or anything but the week that i was in there or the weeks that i were in there i got some very weird things and i was surprised with some of the things that i got when i was in jail i got actual toast with jam I've gotten cereal, like Fruit Loops with fucking milk. Oh. I was shocked at that. Um, I've gotten a biscuit with jelly, and that's it. You know, nothing. And, and it was fucked up because they gave me the, just the plate with the biscuit and the jelly. But they usually give you, like, you know, coffee and juice or, or coffee mm. and water. They didn't give me none of that. And the guy comes back an hour later. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I, I forgot to give you your, your coffee and your drink and this and that. It's like, motherfucker, I'm over here choking on biscuits. And, <laughs> And you're over here barely remembering that you forgot to give me my drink. Give me my goddamn drink. And and coffee in jail, I, for all of you that are wondering right now, that has probably got to be the worst thing that they give you in jail is coffee. If you're used to Starbucks, if you're used to gas station coffee, if you're used to McDonald's coffee, if you commit a crime and you go to jail, you better fucking drink as many cups of that shit as you can before you go because, man... You're going to be so mad the first week or two. You're going to wean yourself off a of coffee because it's that bad. That, that would be awful. 
<laughs> Honestly, that part alone, like I survive on coffee every day, so that would suck. Hey, dude, um, kind of off topic here, but the does coffee make you jittery after so many cups? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think after three or four cups, I start to get jittery. When I was working at at a at at the at the call center that I was working at before I started driving, um, they they give away free coffee. I mean, they they have these machines that will make you a cappuccino or, or a frappuccino, whatever the fuck you want, any style that right. you want. So I was about four coffees in because I was I was just like dead tired that one day that I went in. So every cup of coffee that I drank, I threw in three shots of espresso. Oh god, one. man. And, and it was four cups, and I drank them all back to back. By the fourth one, I was like shaking at my computer, dude. I swear, I had this buzz in my head, like you know when you smoke cigarettes and you chain smoke, and you just get lightheaded, but yeah. you feel like you're, you're stoned. That's mm-hmm. what was happening, and I was getting high off of coffee. I got an iced coffee one time, or like a, a caramel macchiato, and um, my friend she used to get um, two espresso shots. Uh, added to it as well so i was like oh okay uh let me try it and it's already got like two or three espresso shots in it i think it's two espresso shots in it anyway uh-huh so it was four espresso shots in this um in this coffee Jesus. oh man i almost shit my pants because <laughs> coffee is like a laxative you have too right. much so right. like i like drank this full thing and with an iced coffee i could just crush it in, in no time and then I had to sprint to the bathroom one time because I almost shit my pants. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I left that that uh, that detail out when I was telling you about that coffee because I didn't think I was just going to mention that out loud. But since we're there already, I might as well. Um, I had the shits for like two days and I'm telling you like liquid projectile shit. Ugh, Dude, right. it was nasty, man. And it was like off color. It was weird. It was weird. I'm just gonna say that I'm not gonna go into color and textures and shit, but it was weird. Yeah, I was I was scared there on the second day that that was coming out of me. Oh, I bet that oh. coffee fucked me up. I didn't drink coffee for like two weeks. Oh yeah, I don't I don't blame you. That would give me PTSD. <laughs> All <laughs> shivering in the corner when somebody yeah. walks by with coffee. <laughs> yeah, you get, was like you get a whiff of it and takes you back to the dark days. <laughs> yeah, by the end of it, I was like Gollum from uh, Lord of the Rings, just like shaking like. Sh- <laughs> It's like, oh, precious coffee. <laughs> My precious. Yeah, man, that was that was me. Now that we're talking about, you know, we talked about a couple of different, you know, tragedies on, on Valentine's Day. Um, we're gonna do some a couple of little Valentine's poems. You know, they're they're a little raunchy, but uh, Ooh. but 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 they're gonna touch your soul. You know, they're gonna reach deep inside and tickle the butthole. <laughs> Without further ado, roses are red. So are your lips. Please sit on my face and wiggle your hips. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh man, that's the one I'm going with right there. That's that's the number one right there. Right, the number one so far. Okay, well, yeah. You have? Roses are red, violets are blue. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Fucking Arnie got <laughs> got into Valentine's Day. Of course, it is. Who's your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> it is not a tumor. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay, we're we're having too much fun here. So roses are red, violets are blue. 
I'm using my hand thinking of you. <laughs> oh, this is a good one right here. Roses are red, violets are blue. A 69 would pass as dinner for two. <laughs> that that that's that makes sense right there. That that's, makes perfect yeah. sense. Next time you're 69 and your lover out there, remember it's a dinner for two, so um, you can skip <laughs> going out for the night because you already had dinner. Dinner and dessert. Dinner and dessert. There you go. The buttholes of dessert. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, there's a little bit of naughty inspiration for y'all out there. There's some uh, there's some good lines there, so I, I definitely suggest using them. Okay. I actually came up with my uh, with my own Hellhounds inspired uh, uh, Valentine's poem, which is uh, roses are red, violets don't bother. You just need a dose of the Hellhounds of horror. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like so that. Go. I think that, that might be the best uh, best one. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a poet amidst ourselves here. Interesting. Very good, dude. Yeah, right. I would have never came up with that shit. <laughs> Do you know how difficult it is to find something that rhymes with horror? I, I can imagine, dude. That's probably the closest I could find. I really thought about this. I really thought about it and uh, tried to think of something that could be a little bit quirky. But uh, yeah, like... <laughs> this kind of reminds me of the slam poetry days when I had to think of shit off the top of my head. Oh, man, and and uh, none of it made sense, nor was it anywhere remotely near slam poetry but i killed it yeah we we we, we definitely kind of turned that more into uh freestyle rap freestyle rap yeah that's probably the best way to describe it freestyle i'm rap. telling i'm telling you there were some nights that i was on it i did way better than eminem did at the fucking oscars dude i'm telling you <laughs> so you're eminem yeah <laughs> peanut or plain oh that's a good question you um, know what i i have the best answer it's it's neither Okay, right. this is what you do. You're going to go to the store, right? So you have this wide array of M&Ms. You've got peanut, you've got plain, you've got almond, you've got peanut butter. You go to the peanut butter one first. This is very important because it's a red package. You grab that peanut butter package and you hold onto it nice and tight. Then you walk down a little bit and you grab the silver one or the gray one, which is the almonds. Okay. You get that bag and you hold it securely in the other hand. You walk to the register. You talk to no one. You walk to the register, you pay for them discreetly, you wear a hat and sunglasses, don't let anybody see you. All right, you put them in your pocket like a dirty little secret and you walk to your car. You get in the car, you look around, make sure nobody's looking, it's just you. You're talking to yourself, you're encouraging yourself, you, you can do this. You rip open both bags in the corners just to let out, you know, one or two at a time. And you okay. take one of each in each hand. Holding your thumb and your index finger, holding each M&M, one peanut butter, one almond. You open your mouth and you shovel them both into your mouth at the same time and you begin to chew it. Pull your fingers out. That's very important because you don't want to eat your fucking fingers. The mouth orgasm that is happening at this point um, will definitely make you jizz your pants. I I, I, I won't lie to you. I, I never thought of mixing uh, peanut butter and almond M&Ms. I'm telling you, it is a life changer. It's becoming a thing where... And, and, and I'm a firm believer in it that peanut butter, like bacon, makes makes like the perfect addition to something. You know what? You're absolutely right. It's the saltiness of the, yes. uh, the, the peanut butter, the salty creaminess. I've had a peanut butter bacon burger before. It's probably one of the best burgers that I've ever had in my life. I'm completely jealous of you right now because you've had a bacon peanut butter burger. Yeah. There was no jelly in it. I've heard of people putting jelly in a burger with peanut butter and bacon. 
And apparently that's supposed to be really good. I've not tried it. But uh, yeah, there was this place I used to go to that one of their signatures was a peanut butter bacon burger. And I would get it pretty much every time. So I've had it a number of times and it's a mouth orgasm for sure. The one that oh, that that was good to me, I've only had it once because I had to. It was at a, I think it was at Fiesta or the, the, the rodeo that was here last year because we're having the rodeo right now this year. It was a burger, right? It was your, your patty cheese bacon um i didn't get it with any of the toppings and shit like that but the bun was a fucking crispy cream donut cut and cut down Ooh. the middle and turned inside out they use it as the fucking bun dude that shit was fucking that was primo right there oh yeah that sounds amazing and i just uh i just tried crispy cream for the first time not too long ago honestly did, did you go into diabetic shock um let's just say i almost shit my pants <laughs> again <laughs> I, I think i just ate too too many um at once because they were the, the the warm ones so they were like oh, freshly glazed yeah no nah, dude see when you when you eat a cold one it's got density to it so you can only yeah. eat a couple but when you get a hot one it like melts it, in your mouth so yeah it melts in your mouth it's like goo right so you can mm -hmm. eat that whole fucking box no problem so long as it's still warm yeah you're absolutely right it's uh it's it's one that i i've easily could easily crushed like four or five in one sitting yeah and it felt like nothing but then afterwards that's when this uh sugar rush um came in and i was just oh man i needed the bathroom big time now now here's the question did you try the chocolate glaze um i can't remember when i tried it, it was at christmas time so they had um these like special christmas donuts Oh, they had like the uh, special sprinkles on them. Yeah, special sprinkles. They were decorated. One was like Santa, right. I guess. So yeah, I, I, I didn't try any any other donuts. Maybe I'll maybe I will um, this weekend. Hey, that might be something to do, man. Fucking just Krispy Kreme the shit out of it. Yeah, they, they, those donuts were um, was one of the best I've had. It's pretty good. We got a, a local chain here called What? Well, I don't know if they're local specifically to us, but they're called Shipley's. And uh, they make a pretty good donut. I, I like their donuts. Yeah, um, there's a there's a donut place near me actually um, that are they're really good, and uh, we had them at work one day. Yeah, they were they were massive donuts. The glaze was was amazing. At one time I did though, I uh, had the dark chocolate, uh, like a, it was like a dark chocolate sort of fondant top. Uh huh. That was. Not the uh, not the best. It was just mainly the flavor of the dark chocolate. It just didn't really work. It didn't taste very nice. But uh, <laughs> they had a strawberry one that was oh, it was so so good. Yeah, like a that, Simpsons donut. I would have been down for the strawberry one, dude. If you ever make it down here, there is this place. I, I know I was telling you about the pancake place a little while ago. Yeah. But uh, there's this place now. Their food is okay, but it's not what they're known for. It's called Lulu's Bakery, right? Or Lulu's Cafe, I'm sorry. You go to this cafe and they're they're known for a couple of things. So one of the things they're known for is giving you a gigantic chicken fried steak to eat, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the chicken fried steak is mediocre. It's, it's all right. I mean, there, there's better places out there. But what they do have that nobody does have is, and I can't remember if it's two or five pounds, but even at two pounds, um, I'm completely impressed. Um, I, I've had it before. It's pretty good if you get it fresh. Um, it's a cinnamon roll, dude. And Ooh. and you know, you know the the takeout containers, how how big they are. Yeah. This cinnamon roll fits inside that container perfectly. That's how big it is. And wow. it's just a massive fucking cinnamon roll. 
and you just open it up and you just see all the glaze everywhere. It looks like somebody jizzed all over that donut or that cinnamon <laughs> roll. I mean, it's fucking everywhere, dude. And uh, I mean, it's it's just gooey when you pull the first piece. And But that's only if you get it fresh. If you get it late in the day, it's going to be um, hard and, and not as fresh unless you put it in the microwave or something. But right. um, I, I highly suggest getting it early in the day when it's fresh. That sounds magnificent. It, it really is. It's it's uh, it's definitely something to feast your eyes on. Oh, now what did you do? I dropped my tea. So with all that being said, um, we move past the spilt tea. Uh, we're we're going to go ahead and uh, they're giving us the go home cue. So we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up here. But before we go, before we go, we want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. We hope you're spending that um, that time with that loved one, going out, having fun, uh, being safe because, you know, there's just all kinds of weirdos out there and, and STDs. So you want to be safe. OK, so so take the magnums with you. OK, take the magnums, <laughs> um, not not the uh, not the other ones. You know which ones I'm talking about, the ones that are for the for the pencil dicks. You don't want those. Um, <laughs> so get out there, be safe, have fun on Valentine's Day, buy your significant other some fucking candy buy them a stuffed animal because it's cheesy as shit and take them out somewhere nice to eat. Don't take them to McDonald's or, or Wendy's. Don't be a cheap ass. Take them somewhere nice. Get them some tacos, some high-end tacos. Take them to a steakhouse. Take them somewhere nice. Don't be a cheap ass. It's Valentine's Day. You're supposed to prove your love on this day. This is the time of the year where you got to prove it more than any day. Well, it really should be an all-year thing. You should treat your lady like every day is Valentine's Day. I'm going to cry because okay. I have nobody on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh man! Well, uh, it's all right. You eat your hand on Valentine's Day, so exactly. That's what I was gonna say. I'm not completely alone. I've got fucking Pamela Henderson over here. <laughs> yeah, Pam and her five sisters. Yeah, Pam and her five sisters. Yeah. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and Harry. <laughs> oh well. With that being said, uh, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy the night. Make it memorable. We hope you all have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Peace and love. Peace. You into bullshit? You should check these guys out. The hellhounds of horror. They got it together. And remember, you know where you can always find us. Deep in the pits of hell. <laughs>